But first, Nick Purvis of RWC Partners, who is the manager of our equity income funds. Nick, it's been an excellent start to the year for UK equity markets, and I'm keen to understand your views on it. Thank you so much for joining us today. Pleasure. Nick, 2012 saw really excellent returns for investors in your fund. Could you start by helping us understand what were the key drivers to this performance? Obviously, the the most important factor was the the rise in the markets themselves. I mean, last year was a strong year in, in most markets, as you know. I suppose really, really triggered by the sort of helpful pronouncements made by Mario Draghi of the of the ECB. And what impact did that have on, on the way in which you were positioning the fund during the year? The, the positioning of the fund didn't itself change, although obviously it had a, a very stark effect on the market. The UK market has risen up to the end of February this year, has risen by around 25% from, from the low point in at the back end of May last year. And it's obviously it's very pleasing that the fund has been able to participate fully in that in that rise. And, and, and yet our listeners would have uh, read about quite a lot of weakness in the UK economy. Firstly, what, what sort of exposure to the, to the portfolio have to that cyclicality yeah. in the economy? It's important to be clear in your minds when you, what, what has been driving the rise in the market because, as you rightly point out, economies generally have been quite weak and actually corporate profitability to, to a certain extent has been under some pressure. So if you think about that 25% rise in the market, that hasn't been driven by an improvement in the profit of the underlying companies. What impact do you think the re-rating in the market has had? It's been, it's been significant because the, the move upwards has not, been, has not been driven by an improvement in, in corporate profitability as such. It's been an increase in the, in the price earnings ratio of the market and also a fall in the dividend yield. And of course, whilst that's good for existing investors, it does mean obviously the, the market today is more fully priced than it was this time last year. And the impact of central banks on that? Key, definitely. I mean, obviously, the central banks have been extremely aggressive you know, throughout the world, and and have have had a, you know a marked impact in keeping interest rates at very low levels, and obviously that has been an, an important driver of share prices. And did it surprise you that the market from the end of May almost has gone up in a straight line? Would, yeah. would you have expected more more market volatility through the period? We don't, as you know, we we, we don't make market forecast per se because obviously that's incredibly difficult but I think up until the end of February the market has risen the UK market has risen by nine, nine months in a row which was always surprising it's the consistency of the rise which is say which has been uh, yeah. which has been a surprise yeah absolutely I wanted to go on Nick to talk about some companies in the portfolio yeah. and, and focus on their dividends not just their absolute level of dividend but the way in which their dividends are growing because yes. I know both yeah. of those are really important yeah. could you just help help our listeners in, in the first instance to understand what the drivers to, to dividend yeah. yield are and why that's why that's interesting to you as an investor I mean obviously in the, in the long run what drives dividend growth from a company is the improvement of profits and most importantly, how those profits translate into cash flows, because it's a cliche to say it, but obviously it's cash flows that pay dividends, not profits per se. And so when we, when we think about companies, obviously it's profitability is important, but we do pay special attention to try and make sure that those profits are being translated into cash. And we will avoid companies where the earnings are not coming through in the form of cash flows, because in the long run, that, that has to place the, the level of dividend growth at risk. Um, I think, you know, generally, at the moment, it is fair to say it is quite a, a difficult environment for companies. They are being helped by very low levels of interest. And you're getting some quite large differences. So if you think about the portfolio, think about the, you know, the, 
the portfolio's holdings in the insurance sector, which were helpful very last year for the fund's return. Legal in general has just reported a 20% dividend increase for 2012 over 2011. Standard Life has reported a big dividend increase and a special dividend. RSA has just cut its dividend because it, it got to a stage where it was effectively over-distributing. So, as always, it's a, it's a mixed bag. The fund's dividend has been growing for four years now, and we would expect the dividend to grow in the fund's year to the end of September. But we think it's likely the rate of growth is, is, is likely to slow from the quite high levels of fund dividend growth you've seen over the last three years. And what's driving that? Uh, I think it's the fact that the growth in profits is is slowing down to a degree. And therefore the cash generation is, is, is meaning that um, companies don't aren't able to increase their dividends so much. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And in terms of the stocks you're prepared to hold in the portfolio, this is obviously a called an equity income fund, but but would you hold a stock that, that doesn't have any dividend at all at the current time? Yes, we would. I mean, I think it's important to say at this point that the whilst obviously it's important to deliver a decent dividend at the fund level, the driver of value for shareholders is not the company's dividend policy per se, it's its ability to pay a dividend. So you can have a situation where companies are generating a lot of cash, they might just not be paying particularly high levels of dividend, and obviously it would be wrong of us to overlook those those types of companies. So we will invest in companies where we think that the value is sound, but the dividend yield may not be that high. But we should make a couple of points. One, obviously, is that you, you can't hold too many of those because, obviously, as you get to the point where you start to impact the fund dividend yield. And also, it's fair to say, as a generalisation, that companies which with lower-yielding companies, which tend to be investing cash flows for growth, they tend to be more volatile businesses. And we're looking for, for this portfolio, obviously, a reasonable amount of dividend and also coupled with stability as well. Yeah, yeah stability is very important. Uh, and what would be a good example of a stock which has a low level of dividend now that where you're expecting good dividend growth um, and, and therefore benefiting from the, from the from um, strong cash flow? Next, PLC is a big holding in the portfolio. And uh, today, following some very good share price performance, actually the yield on that company is now around about 3% and lower than the fund average, certainly. And yet, dividend growth continues to be strong, and so we, we, we continue to hold, hold, that, hold that share. And fascinating, because one hears so many casualties in the retail sector at the current time yeah. that, that a retailer can be a stock that you're attracted to and, and that's got um, uh, exciting prospects yeah. from here. It's interesting. We, we, look, we look for companies that we think can compound cash flow over time. And you don't necessarily need lots of sales growth to, to compound lots of value growth. And Next is a good example. If you go back over the last 10, 12 years, Next sales have grown about 5% per annum, which is you know, respectable but certainly not exciting. And yet the, the dividends have grown by over 15% per annum during that period. And that's because the company has turned its profits into cash and it's done sensible things with those cash flows, so it's retired equity and, ingre- and increased dividend payments. So you don't need necessarily exciting rates of sales growth to get lots of dividend growth and value creation. Um, and, that's, and that's a really important point to emphasise. Nick, it's a really exciting story. Uh, we'd love to talk to you more about it, but um, we can do that on another occasion. Thank you very much for your time today. Thank you. Any views and opinions expressed are solely those of the individuals and are subject to change. 
Where individual securities are mentioned, they do not necessarily represent a specific portfolio holding and do not constitute a recommendation to purchase or sell. Please be aware that past performance is not indicative of future performance. The value of an investment may fall as well as rise and you may get back less than you invested. Returns on equities cannot be guaranteed. Equities do not provide the security of capital characteristic of a deposit with a bank or building society.